Welcome to the Relationship for Win Win podcast. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Kevin. And we've been married for 25 amazing years. Well, they haven't all been amazing, to be honest, babe. That's true. And we have four awesome kids. We do. And we love them so much. And babe, I love you. And we're just trying to share some things that we've learned about life. Uh, We're not experts by any stretch of the imagination. We're not counselors. We're not professionals. But we have lived life a little bit. And we hope to share some things with you that are beneficial. So thanks for listening. We have got a great, what we think is a great, anyway, topic today to talk about. And uh, although we've been married 25 years, um, this is a new thing to us, right, babe? I yeah. Mean, yeah. It's, I mean, it's life-changing, though. So Yeah, we were going to, we were going to, like, lead it up to say, oh, we've been doing this our whole marriage. But reality is, this is kind of a newer concept for us, but it's really been great. And so we wanted to share it with you, our friends and listeners today, and The concept we're going to talk about today is called the do-over. So in preparation for this, Jennifer, I think you found a really good definition of a do-over. Yeah, I just looked it up in the dictionary. But what a do-over is, according to uh, Merriam-Webster, is a new attempt or opportunity to do something after a previous attempt has been unsuccessful or unsatisfactory. So, Kevin, what does that mean? Well, I mean, that's a great definition. And how how we've used the do-over is that how many times have you as a couple had an experience and you're like, oh my gosh, I wish I could just like redo that whole thing all over again. It, it was just a shit show right out of the chute, you know? And I I think about this and we've talked about this, babe, but in life you're getting coaches, right? Coaches will run play after play after play, and they'll maybe stop the play and and give someone a chance to go do that over again. Or you could be a choir instructor. Like I've actually listened to like really large choirs, uh, Mormon Tabernacle Choir Practice, like whatever it is, and, and they will do it over and over and then they stop and they will give feedback to say, uh, tenors, I need you to blah, blah, blah. Or if you've ever watched a movie being filmed, the actor, you know, they, they run it and then they cut and then they give a debrief. And the actor is going to, you know, the director might go to the actor and say, oh, you know, I wanted more emotion. out of you. Or how about look at the camera? Or I really want you to look at them more. So if all of these people get do-overs, and even religiously speaking, we all want do-overs, right? I mean, you, we all want a second chance to say, give me another chance with that. I promise I can make it better. I, you know, I was in a wrong mindset, or I just wasn't thinking right, or my head wasn't in the game, like, can I get a do-over? And it works for couples, it works with our kids, we've done do-overs, so we're going to let you know the art of the do-over a little bit, and we're going to expose ourselves kind of kimono wide open here, <laughs> and and tell you some do-overs that we've had even recently, and it will be um, hopefully beneficial for you, and maybe some takeaways and with that, so... So, babe, I'm going to turn to you okay. and say, I really struggled, by the way, to come up with <laughs> things for do-overs. I think, man, I don't know what I've Kevin had Kevin do does over. it perfect every time. <laughs> it's a joke. I get, like I could have come up with a gazillion just today alone of things, oh, I wish I would have done that differently. But I think we've thought about of a couple, and we'll kind of go back and forth here a little bit and, and share with our friends and listeners. But, babe, you, how, first of all, how did we come up with this concept of the do-over? What, how did, what was the origin of this for us? Because, again, we haven't done it our whole marriage. Um, I don't know. I feel like I was at the kitchen sink, 
and we were having a conversation and it wasn't going well Mm -hmm. and I could tell you were irritated and what I was saying I felt was wrong or just it it just wasn't going well and I said babe can I have a do-over can we do this over again and you literally said okay and you went outside back into the garage and came into the house and we literally did the whole conversation and it like changed the whole mood and energy and it was amazing. So I thought we need to continue doing this because so many times you just, you say something that just sounds wrong or whatever. So the- So it's like, it's like, take it from the top. Like, you know, let's just take this from the top. (laughs) And I do remember that conversation because you're right. Like we've all been in a conversation before and it starts to go sideways or south with our spouse or our kids or whatever. You're like, how did we even get here? Like, this is weird. Like, just stop. Let's just stop and then take it from the top and get a do-over. Let's just get a refresh, start with it. That's probably how it happened. Probably we're having a conversation and you, you know, high EQ said, let's stop this. I don't feel right about this. Let's take it from the top. So, yeah. So let's let's give a, a, our listeners and friends some examples a little bit. Yeah. So um, some things I was thinking. So Kevin loves to give me gifts. He yeah. loves to give gifts in general. So, um, and this has been an issue our entire marriage. Recently, he's let me know, like, hey, I'm expecting a lot of oohs and ahs when I give you this gift. So, this prepares me because he was born into a, a family with a mother who goes over the top. You can give her a piece of gum. Yeah, here's a pencil. Oh my <laughs> gosh, this is the best. Pencil ever. How did you know I loved an eraser on the end of my pencils? And it's pink and glittery. Oh, it's per. She goes on and on with that. Yes. So imagine I marry my good wife. Like that sets you up for disaster. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a hard thing to follow up with. Anyways, so she's hard to compete with, and that's not my personality. I don't want it to be my personality, but I'm like, okay, I need to do a little better than just saying, oh, thanks, after you just gave me a really nice purse or flowers or whatever. So, because yeah, otherwise, like, I give the gift and all of a sudden it's like, babe, like, I was expecting a little something more than like, oh, thanks. Oh, uh, what do you want to do for dinner? It's like, ugh. Yeah. It's like, you know, never, note to self, never give that gift again. So, perfect moment. For the do-over. So, so again, yeah. we'll, we'll, t- we'll so tell you some of this So I was thinking of the gift. What And you gave me an iPad one time. And it was really nice. I didn't know I wanted an iPad or needed an iPad. I hadn't asked for an iPad. You probably didn't do any of those. I probably just did But it. you in your mind thought I needed a new iPad because my one was a few years old or something. But I just remember taking a moment, realizing, like, this was a really nice gift. Like, in my mind, at dinner thinking about it. And at first I felt, I think I came out with like, oh, and then I realized like, wait, I, can I do this over? Cause I realized, you know, you went, you actually had to go buy the iPad. You took time out of your schedule. And so we did a do over and I expressed how much I appreciated the thought behind it and the gift. And I think I've done, been able to do this a lot with different gifts. Now I'm an expert, I think, more so than I was oh, before light at receiving better. a gift. I don't do it anywhere near like my mother-in-law, but I have my own style and She's in a league of her own. <laughs> she is. But anyways, so I 
realize how important it is to receive the gift like it was given to me. So that was an example of a do-over. Another one of my... Well, let, let me let me share with that really fast. What made that so powerful, I think, mm-hmm. is that we went from a moment of I felt let down and discouraged and thought, why would I ever do this for you again? You know, you didn't even appreciate me. So the gift could have been great. And instead, the reaction, and how did I know where your mind was at the time? You know, right. you could have been dealing with kids or someone yelled at you on the phone, or you've got about 50 billion things in your world you're thinking of. And so for me to just throw that on you and, you know, that both of us lost. In that, right, you know. right. And so because I could say, let's do a do-over on this, let's redo, I recognize that I was not receiving the gift in the way you would have appreciated it being received. We did the do-over and it turned out we didn't ruin our dinner. We had an amazing night. I loved the gift. Um, I ultimately returned the gift. You did? I did. <laughs> but it was still, it, it didn't matter. But it matter. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because literally it was in the moment that we, that yeah. we felt and exchanged that. And yeah. you, had the, you had the power of the do-over with that. Yeah. Um, so here's one that I thought of mm-hmm. is this just happened recently, like maybe a week or so ago. I just came home from work. And I was looking at just my head was just full of different things from work related things, maybe things we need to do that night for the kids and came up the stairs in our home to our bedroom. And you were there and you needed me to kind of validate some feeling that you needed to felt that day and, and whatnot. And, and I totally did not show up, just did not show up at all. Like, I'm like, you know, okay, babe, like, that's good. Like, anyway, let's, you know, do this. I was kind of speeding along that whole thing. And it was a disaster for you because you needed me in a different way. And I could even feel like in the moment, I'm like, oh, blew it, blew it. <laughs> like, like, man, this is not good. You're, you're then feeling, you know, even I wasn't feeling seen or heard. I'm like, wait a second. I don't care about any of this other stuff. This is right. what I need right now. Right, exactly. And so I think we did the do-over. I said, and, and I don't think it was right then. I, I think I kind of was thinking about this for a little bit. I'm like, oh, man, I needed a do-over on that for sure. And so I think it went back to you, and we probably reenacted it. We, we reenact these, which is probably really weird. You don't necessarily <laughs> have to reenact them, but, like, we're like the director. It's like, okay, scene 14, you know, take 28, you know, action. So I think I went back downstairs. You were back there, and I had – thought in my mind, if I had the chance to redo this, what would I have wanted to say? And if I could actually just take out of my mind work and all the other distractions and just show up for my wife, which she needs me to be, what would I say? What would I do? And I'm like, oh my goodness, I get to do over. So I came up the stairs and you're there and you start to say the same things. And it was a totally different thing. I knew that you needed to be held. I knew that you needed me to probably kiss you and look at you in your eyes and to talk to you and just listen, not fix anything, just listen, validate your feelings. And so I did that, and I probably didn't even do that perfectly, but it gave me a a chance where I was like, you know, on a one to 10 scale, I was was like a negative two, and at least I get something in the positive column with that. And that was the power of the do-over, and... Yeah, and it made all the difference. Do you remember that? Yeah, I totally remember. Yeah, Yeah. and it it did. It changed something that just 
got worse to like, okay. And it didn't discredit him that he had to have a second chance. It made it all that much better, in my opinion. Right. And, you know, some listeners and friends out there, you could be like, oh, my gosh, well, it doesn't count. If you didn't know it, like, right <laughs> out of the shoot, how to react, I get that. However, practice makes perfect, right? And all of a sudden, if I can do this more and more and, and realize that my goal is is to say when I'm given that chance again, I'm going to know how to react into it because I got to get a do-over, right? You take a test in math and you missed 50% of the problems – and the teacher then says, hey, redo these, and you learn from those. And so when you see it again, you can be able to execute better. So, again, some people might think, oh, it doesn't count. Maybe you're right, but I look at it and say I'd rather get more practice and validate wherever you're at. So yeah. what's another example? And I babe? think it always counts. I think it counts, yeah. What's another Anyways, example? the other one I was thinking, and I wish I would have had this, especially when we had younger kids. Um, I was so... When you came home from work, I just wanted to dump all my problems on you when you walked in that door because it's like, oh, another adult, I've had a stressful day or whatever, instead of letting you decompress. And so a lot of times when I would greet you, many times I would greet you and I would just dump on you instead of when I greet you, being so excited to see you, hug you, ask you how your day was. I made it about me instead of about you. So... I think we've had lots of opportunities to, and I'm much better at it now, but oh, a lot of tons. opportunities. So sometimes you've walked in the house and I've reverted back to my old ways and I'll recognize it quickly and I'll say, babe, can you please go back out into the garage and come back in again? Because I want to show up as the wife that is so excited to see my husband when he comes home from work. I stop doing whatever I'm doing in the kitchen or in the computer, in the office, being distracted, and I can come greet you at the door, give you a hug and kiss, say, how was your day? We can talk a little bit, and it just makes our whole evening, it sets the tone for our entire it evening. It doesn't. And honestly, I remember that. I mean, candidly, there was a time where you know we were almost getting divorced, mm -hmm. and I was living downtown um, and, and you were in our other home and, um, I remember you making a list of all these different things that you said that, you know, you, you wish would have done. We'll get into another podcast later, but I remember that was one of the things that you said, said, I wish I would have done this. I mean, you were already playing out in your mind. I wish I had a do over. Right. So it's like, why, why can't we just incorporate these small little do-overs on a more regular basis like right. every day, right? And I guarantee if you really sat down and were honest with yourself, you could really think like, oh, my husband really wishes I would do this or my wife really wishes I would do this and maybe try it. Like try it. And if you fail the first time or the fifth time or whatever, just say, hey, babe, can I have a do-over? Because the more you practice, the better you're going to get at doing it. Yeah, I agree. And for me, another do-over is that sometimes I can get really frustrated and maybe I start to yell. And that, I mean, that never gets anybody anywhere, right? You start to close off. Um, I feel terrible afterwards. And then it's like, great, I just dug a deep hole, you know, I'm climbing out of. So instead, I've been able to go back and say, you know, babe, can I get a do-over at that moment? I, I, That was not pretty. That really wasn't me. I was frustrated with this and this and really no excuse for that. But let me get a do-over. Let me just tell you how I would 
say that differently or better and not be so hurtful. You know, it could be I can still get across my point. I just don't have to do it with venom. I don't have to do it with an acid tongue, whatever that, you know, comes about. And and then it's, it's almost like a I'm sorry because mm-hmm. I'm acknowledging it's like, ah, I, I didn't do that right. Yeah. And I know that. So it's kind of like a little repentance move mm-hmm. is to say, let me make it better than it was before. And by by so doing, I think it connects you as a couple. What I mean, what does that tell yeah. you when, when I do, not, and I'll say the same, but how does that make you feel like when I want to do a do-over? Well, I just, it makes me realize that you're recognizing that how it's going right then is not going well. You sense my irritation or that I'm upset or what you're saying I'm not even listening to. Um, so it makes me know that you care about me and you want to try it again to do it over. Yeah. I, and I would say the same for you. Like when you acknowledge to say, uh, I didn't show up the right way and you want the do over. I love that. Seriously. I love that. I do. I go outside <laughs> the door or I come in the garage and it's like, Hey, I'm home, you know, or whatever. And it doesn't happen every day. So don't like, I was like, Oh my gosh, they do a do over every day. Like this, <laughs> this couple is so weird. We don't. But I think it's in those critical moments, right? It's in the critical moments when you're like, I wish I would do that differently. Yeah. It's not every single mistake we make we're trying to do a do-over. It's just the ones that matter most, would you say, babe? Yeah, definitely. And I think um, even saying the word, babe, can we do a do-over, I think it's helpful because it immediately changes your mood and it diffuses the situation because in your mind you're like, oh, he knows or she knows that he did or said something that upset me. Okay, it just it just acknowledges acknowledges it. it. Yeah. So just saying it. Hey, let's do a do over. And I have said to Kevin before, babe, do you want to have a do over on that? Right. You have. You've called me on. You're like, do you want to do a do over on that? And I'm like, yeah, probably should. And I think that's okay too. Um, if you don't recognize yourself, you know, and it's still really bothering you, you know, I think, but you have to be willing to hear that from your spouse and not get defensive and, and just really look inside and say, oh, I probably did need a do-over. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and I'm glad you brought that up because you have said that before. Like, babe, do you want to get like, it might be later on the night yeah, or the next day. You know, uh, yesterday when we had blah, 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 do you want to get a do-over? Like you're giving me the opportunity, which is like awesome. And it's given me a chance to reflect a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it's helped, um, I think, it bring us closer together. Yeah, it's bit. definitely, it. it's a connector. And that's what we all want in our marriage and our relationships is to connect. And you can obviously do this with your kids. Yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. How would you do it with kids, let's say? I just think with kids, sometimes we might speak to them in a way that is upsets them or yell. You know, heaven forbid anyone yells at their kids. But yeah. It could happen, or right. we just yeah. Hypothetically yeah. speaking, this might happen, right? Yeah. We they think we accuse them of doing something they didn't do, and if we think about it, we can say, "Hey, can I get a do over on that? I I'm not perfect. I'm trying to be the best mom or dad I can, and just replay it." And I think for your kids, especially ours are all teenagers or young adults, but it gives. I think builds really respect. Um, I do too. Like, wow, my parents aren't perfect, and they're not trying to be perfect. We're trying to learn from each other. So, and I think every kid, every teenager, every young adult, they're going to make mistakes too. And how nice would it be if they felt comfortable and said, "Mom or Dad, can I get a do-over on that?" And doesn't it also maybe bring about respect? 
I think like, I respect you and you respect me when we say, can I get a do-over? And I think we do it with our kids. If we say, you know what, I kind of blew that. Um, let me get a do Let me explain where I was at. Um, not that it's right, but let me. And so you kind of get inside my head a little bit mm-hmm. and then we can, we can kind of walk through that together. So I think respect is earned and gained. I think uh, love, connectivity, walls are down. Mm-hmm. And what did you say about um, the feeling? I thought that was great. Yeah, it just you can diffuse any bad feelings and bring more love, which we can all use more love in our relationships. Yeah, for sure. So everybody, that that's the art of the do-over. Um, we would encourage you to to try the do-over, you know, and, and, and it probably feels weird at first. You'd like do-over. But trust me, like after you do it a couple times, and then all you you actually just hear the word, do you want to get a do-over with that? Or is that a do-over? Kind of like you just know, right? Yeah. It's a conditioned response. So you just kind of know, yeah, I kind of blew it or give me a second chance, please, or whatever. Uh, just to say, give me a do-over. It's a, it's a good one. Again, we get it in sports. We get it with acting. We get it in any other part of our life. Who doesn't want a second chance to show up better? And I think that's what the do-over does in our, all of our relationships. So, yeah, that's great. So try it this week with your loved ones if you mess up and make it a part of your you know vocabulary as a couple uh, with a do-over. We think it's going to be a huge uh, marriage enhancer for everybody. Friends, one of the greatest compliments that you can pay us is to introduce your friends and family to our podcast and so that we can all grow and learn together. So thanks so much for listening today to the Relationship 411 podcast. Please like and share. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, we promise to give you the 411 about relationships. So you don't have to call 911 for yours.